Rabbi got it? Let's go. Good Nerv Shabbos. Dafyud Gimel in Rosh Hashanah, page 13. We pick up from the very bottom line of Dafyud Beis, Omud Beis. Now, quick recap. Uh, so um, we can remind ourselves of where we're up to. The Gemara had quoted a, a Mishnah, which says that um, Tilson, which is fenugreek, okay, so Tilson is going to be Chayev and Meiser as soon as it sprouts. And the Gemara, the Gemara taught us that it, what does as soon as it sprouts means? It means that it itself has grown enough to have its own seeds to cause other things to sprout. That's what we learned yesterday. And regular grain, you have to wait till it's grown a third. And we ended off yesterday's year with Psukim uh, proving that point. Now today's daf is going to continue on and try to figure out um, various measurements of things that are chayav and ma'aser, and also try to, we're going to get into an interesting conversation of how exactly can we determine when something is a third grown? Yeah, how do you know, like if it's 32% or 33.3%, right? What exactly is that line? We have a few fascinating conversations over here. Let's get going. Bottom line of Yud Beis, Omar Beis, Omar Le Rav Zera, Le Rav Asi. Rav Zera, said to Rav Asi. Now, Rav Asi was the one who quoted the psukim from Hakel, um, which lets us know that anything that grows, till, uh, any grain that grows for one-third of its total growth, of its total maturity, one year, counts for the year of its initial growth and not from the harvesting. So Rav Zera says to Rav Asi, one second, top of today's Dr. Gimelamad Aleph, Vidoma, perhaps, Lai Ayoklal, Maybe that Pasuk is dealing with something that did not ripen at all. And the Torah is still saying that you consider it Shemitah until Sukkot. Okay? Now, the Pasuk we ended off with yesterday from Rav Asi was, When is Hakel done? Sukkot of the, of the Shemitah year. Now we know Hakel's really done Sukkot following the Shemitah year. So we saw from that Pasuk that it's considered like Shemitah continues, you know, it can even be called Shemitah, the beginning of the eighth year. So it's Gemara, but where do you see that that says anything about a third of growth? Maybe it tells us that Shemitah Stamazai continues until Sukkot of the eighth year. It says Rabasi, no, that's not a possibility. Don't think that. Because Shetan Pasuk. It is Chaga Asif, the Yomtif of gathering of the grain. Okay? That is at the end of the year. My Asif. What does it mean to gather the grain? If it's talking about Sukkis, which is the time when everything gets gathered in, it already says, at the time that you gather in from your fields. Why do you got to say the, the word Asif if I already know it's the time of Asbacha? It means kotir. It doesn't mean the actual gathering of it into your house. It means the harvesting, meaning anything that's ready to be harvested. Fascinating. Listen closely. Anything that's ready to be harvested by sukkis of the eighth year is considered shemitah. Because it means that mo- enough of its growth took place in the seventh year to now harvest it two weeks later, sukkis of the eighth year. The established 
Listen to this. This is so interesting. And this, I want something to be bothering our minds. But listen to the statement. The Chum established anything that is ready to be cut by Sukkis of the eighth year, Biadua, you could know, Shehevia Shlish Lefnei Roshana. At least two thirds of it grew before Rosh Hashanah of the eighth year, and therefore it's called Shmita, the Kakari and that's what's called Betsei Sashana. Well, one third needs to be grown before Rosh Hashanah. If, if two thirds are grown between Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot, we know at least one third is grown before uh, during the Shmita year. So any grain, any grain that is harvested by Sukkot of the eighth year has Kedusha Shmita of the last year. Right, right. But there's always the leftover, you know, from the previous years that, that you know, that regrow. Now, here's what's interesting, and I'm gonna, we're going to hold off on answering the question because the Gemara itself is going to answer this, but I want us to notice something fascinating. What we're saying is, if wheat is one-third grown during Shemitah year, it's going to grow an additional two-thirds within two weeks' time. Because we're saying anything that's harvested two weeks into Tishrei, Sukkot, you should know if it's harvesting time, one-third of it grew before Rosh Hashanah. That means one, you know how fast this is growing? It should bother us, because it doesn't take, I mean, it, you're harvesting it two weeks later, you're going to say one-third of it grew two weeks, until two weeks ago, and every, the rest grew within the past 14 days? Right? So the Gemara is going to give us a beautiful lesson and message but keep that in mind. That's that's what the Gemara is really telling us right now. Okay. Are the rabbis farmers? Do if somebody walks into a bezdin with his wheat that he cut down, do the chachamim really know uh, the exact thirty three point three percent of growth? Are they such experienced farmers? That's what Rabbi Yirmiya says to Reb How do the rabbis know? What does Reb respond? Omar lay. Lava minalach, haven't I told you? To just focus on your learning. Stop challenging the Chachamim. If the Chachamim tell us something, take it to the bank. If they say they know what a third is, a third is. Take a chill. They know. Now, and I'll prove it to you, he says. You think this is the only time where, you, where when, you, when you're reaching a particular threshold of, or, or a number that the rabbis know something? We know a mikvah needs at least 40 saw of rainwater. What if it's got 39.9? It's not a kosher mikvah. What are you going to tell me? Oh, how do the rabbis know? Because we know. Any, any time you have a number, there's a cutoff. 
anything the size of an egg is metami to masaychlan. The beitzah chaser shumshum, even if it's a sesame seed smaller than the size of an egg, in metami to masaychlan. The chachamim know. Shleishal shleisha metami medris. Also, something that's three tvachim by three tvachim, a piece of cloth, is metami tumas medris. If if uh, a tummy person or thing tramples on it, walks over it, shleishal shleisha chaser nima achas, missing even one thread. From that cloth, in a achas in a matami medrash, not matami tumas medrash. So says Reb Zera to Reb Yirmiya, "What are you challenging the chacham for? How do the chacham know a third? Because we know, all right, the chacham uh, know God's fine. What's going on?" So Hadar Amar Reb Yirmiya, Lav Milsahi the Amri. So Reb Yirmiya says, "You know what I said initially? I'm backing out of my original challenge. I'm going to back off of. You hit us." He's not taking it personal. You know what he's doing? He's saying, listen, I'm here to strive for MS. Before I thought I was asking an MS Kakasha, but I hear what Rav Zayr is saying to me. I'm a Kabbal. Because the Chaverim of Rav Yirmiya said to Rav the Aymer, the carbon Aymer, that's brought on Pesach, Kaisrol uh, brought when we entered Eretz Yisrael, where did they get the barley from? If, they, if the barley had grown from the Kananim, the halacha is you only bring the carbon oimer from the grain of a yid. It has to be your grain. And it can't be the grain of a guy. So that's not an option. So it can't be that we came into Eretzal and we were makri of the barley to be able to eat the newer crop. The carbon Aymer, it can't be that it came from the Goyim. So, okay, so maybe we'll say that as soon as they came in, they didn't bring the carbon Aymer at all. Maybe they just didn't bring the carbon Aymer. And uh, you only have to bring carbon Aymer when you have capable barley. Why so good? Says Gemara, don't think that. That's not a possibility either. They ate from the land on the day after Pesach, which means only once Pesach was over. Once the carbon oimer was brought to the eat from the land, they carlayachu, but beforehand they did not. Why they wait till, till Pesach? Because that's when you bring the carbon oimer. So you see that they, that they were makbid as soon as they came into Eretz and having the carbon oimer brought. So now we're back to our question. If Kaiser was makbid on the carbon oimer, they had to bring the barley. Where'd they get the barley from? It can't be from a guy. Omar Lohan. What did Rav Kahana say to other Chachamim? Listen to this. The barley grew less than a third in the, in the you know, ownership of a guy. And then the Yidin took the land, and the rest grew in them. So as long as it grew less than a third as property of a guy, it's not considered grown yet, and now it's considered barley of a Yid. The Doma says the Gemara, but. How could they have figured out what a third is? If Rabbi Yirmiyah's question is correct, then how do the rabbis know this stuff? So you could question this answer. How do they know if it's a third or not a third? It must be the Chachamim no. The same way when Kaisal came into Eretz Yisrael, the Chum were able to establish what a third is. So too, when it comes to Shemitah and the grain growing and cutting it down, the Chachamim know uh, what's considered the third of a growth. Says the Gemara, one second, what's your raya? From the story of Yeshua and Klai Yisrael entering Eretz Yisrael. What's your proof? Maybe over there, 
when Kaisal came into Eretz maybe the barley hadn't even started growing yet. But maybe once it reaches a quarter of its growth, maybe they can't know. In other words, the Gemara is asking, maybe the Chachamim cannot determine the size of a third, but they could determine the size of a quarter. Apparently, like there are certain thresholds in growth that you could tell. Like an infant becomes a toddler, a toddler becomes a big kid, a big kid becomes a man, an adolescent. There are certain thresholds. It's much easier to, to look at a 25% of something and determine that than it is 33%. So maybe when they came in there and sold, it doesn't say that it grew a third. I mean, maybe it was a, maybe it was a quarter. So no, don't try to go over, don't try to jump that fence. Don't go there. Don't think that. Why? Klai Yisrael came up and we crossed into Eretz Yisrael on the 10th day of Nisan. And if we're going to talk, if we're going to say when we came in on the 10th day of Nisan, the barley had barely started growing, in five days, from the time we come into Eretz on the 10th of Nisan, on five days later, when the carbon Eimer is brought, the second night of, the second day of Pesach, can it grow so much? Elamai, rather, what are you forced to say? The oil river Eidanka, that it was 25% or less than 20, Danka is even a sixth, we're dealing with 18% or so. It can't grow that much in five days. Elamai, we're going to say, beautiful. Listen to this, Mamish Meredith. Eretz Yisrael is called the land of a deer the same way a deer is the fastest animal. The grains of Eretz Yisrael mature at a much faster pace than anywhere else in the world. And yes, Taka, says the Gemara, it is Shaykh, it is possible that Kla Yisrael came into a land on the 10th day of Nisan where the barley was 18% grown and five days later was ready to be brought as a carbonimer. And you have no proof anything's ready to be built a fifth, uh, that, 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 that you need a third of growth. Isn't that beautiful? And, and you know something? Think about it. Think about it. Kanai Nahara, we're Zaycheh. Those of us here learning together, Daf. We're Zaycheh to have Eretz Yisrael. How old is Eretz Yisrael? 80 years? 70 years? 80? 75 years? I mean, when was not less. We're closing in on 75 years. As a country, what it's done, the maturity, the, the way to, to take a fresh baby institution with its problems that it has, you know, okay, it's got its governmental things. Not the land doesn't have problems, but okay. But, the, but to, to, to just blow up like that? Eretz Yisrael works in a different sphere. It's a different sphere. Mamish, we see it with our own eyes. And therefore the Gemara says, Taka, it just functions differently. Eretz Yisrael functions beyond the abilities of the rest of the world. And Taka, it's possible to have 84% of its growth done in five days. Beautiful Gemara. All right. No? Yeah. It's beauty. All right. Gavaldik. Maskefla Rebbe Hanina. Rebbe Hanina asked a challenging question. Can you say that Osif, which literally means to gather in, 
could you say that it's referring to the actual harvesting and not the gathering in from the field? When you gather in from your granary and from your wine vats. The Tana said, the Torah is talking about the leftover from the threshing floor and the wine vats. These things we know are the leftovers. It's kind of like, you know, it doesn't have chashivas. It's not capable of being mekabal toma. And gathering is different than harvesting. Because you could gather things in, right? And, uh, and what you gather in is different. Uh, I'm sorry, what you harvest is going to be a lot more than you ultimately gather in. Because you only gather in what ends up being good at the end. You always leave over the, the psilus, right? You understand? You, you gather everything in. I'm sorry, you harvest everything. And then once you bring it into your home, you're not bringing in everything you harvested because you always have the psilus. See, the two things can't work in tandem. There's different amounts. Um, Rav Zeyra says, Ham We have, we'll translate this as a, kind of like a Misaira. Yeah, it was past, we were holding this in our hands. Also, Rabbi Hanina Shodabei Narga, and Rabbi came along and kind of chopped it up. Yeah, he's coming along, we, we had a whole beautiful vart, that we were saying that it's not the all gathering, it's the harvesting, but he's coming and saying it's not shy, if you can't refer to one as the other. Taka, he, he, he cut up our pshat. The Gemara says, okay, fine. So now we're back to our question. Ella, rather, Manola. How do we know that that's produce, something that grows, once it reaches a third of its maturity, is considered the grain of that specific year? How do we know now? We need a new pshat. Says the Gemara, I'll tell you. Kiddetanya. Like we learned in a Bryson. And I will make the grain literally means for three years. What is this talking about? Shemitah. When you plant for the sixth year, this is what Rabiel mentioned earlier, right? You plant for the sixth year. You need those seeds to last you for year six, seven for Shemitah, because you can't plant in Shemitah, and year eight. Because you have nothing left over to, to, to lead you into year eight. Okay. Now, top of Amud Beis, it doesn't only mean for three years. You can also read it lishlish, that any, any crop, any grain that grows a shlish, it grows a third, that's what blibes it, that's what makes it live and stay within that year's name. As long as it grows a third, its initial third in that year, it's called a year. But don't we need the Pasuk to teach us the three years literally? How could you make a drasha for Lishlish? Another Pasuk already told us about the three years. So, since you have another Pasuk teaching me about the three years, I now have a right to make a drasha from Altikre Lishlish, Ella Lishlish, and this Taka, we now have a proof. So let's just, let's just mention this outside. Let's Chazer. At this point of the Gemara, how do we know when something grows one third? For example, during the Shemitah year, the crop grows its initial third. And now I harvest it in the eighth year. How do we know it has Kedusha Shemitah since it grew its initial third? The answer is from the, uh, from the Pasuk on the bottom of Amar Aleph, which we said, that you plant the, the, on the sixth year, you plant grain for three years. It's referring, it's also hinting towards Shlish, towards a third. Hence, something that grows a third in a year takes on the status of that year. That's the proof as of now. Okay.
We learned in a milsh, in a Mishnah elsewhere. You have rice and millet, pragim. You know, uh, if you've anybody been to Eretz Yisrael, and I'm going to say for my own uh, thing, mistakenly, only because my own taste, mistakenly bit into a poppy seed rugula. And I used to buy, I thought they were chocolate rugulach. Turns out, Israelis have a taste for poppy seeds in the rugelach. Eretz Yisrael. Yeah, so that was my introduction to pragin. To eat these uh, by mistake. Eat the, you, you, you think you're biting into a gazunta heavy chocolate rugula and it's full of poppy seeds. You're like, what is this? Vashom shemen. And sesame seeds. They took root before Rosh Hashanah. They take miser with the crop of the previous year. Mutar mishviyas. Their mutter. As far as Kedusha Shemitah is concerned, the Imlav, but if they did not take root um, after Rosh Hashanah, Surim Bishviyas, they're Usher, as they have Kedusha Shemitah, and they are tithed with the next year. Okay? Basically, what the, Brisa, what the Mishnah is teaching me is when it comes to rice, millet, poppy seeds, and sesame seeds, it's not about a third of its growth. What's it about? When it takes root. When it takes root, determines what year it's in. Amar Rabba, Rabba says, Amar Ilam Basar Hanata. The Rabbanon say that a tree, what year does it follow? When its fruits first uh, start growing. Okay? Meaning, we know what's the Rosh Hashanah Beishamai says, Rosh Shvat. Beishol says, Tu Bishvat. So, any fruits that come out of a tree before the Rosh Hashanah for Ilanis is going to be with that year. If it grows after, let's just take Shitas Beis Hillel. Any fruits that come out of the tree after Tu B'Shvat is going to be part of the Miser of the next year. Okay? Fine. Tavua, grain, that's by a tree. Tavua, grain, Vizesim and olives, Basar Shlish, you follow a third. Yerek, vegetation, Basar Lakita. It goes by whenever you cut it down, whenever you pick it. But these other things, meaning the sesame seeds, the poppy seeds, the ayres, the daichen, that we're saying when it takes root, where do you find such an opinion? All the, all the um, Brysa said is, trees go by when the fruits start to grow. Um, tavua and zesim is a third. A vegetable is when you pick it. Is, do you see any category of taking root? No. So ask Rabba, where, where's this opinion anywhere, right, of something taking root? Like, how, how, do, how does the Mishnah mix with any of these, um, with any of these uh, types of growth? Rabba, so Rabba explained. And he said, Since these things are made a little bit at a time, okay, it takes time. To deal with the rice, the millet, the, the seeds, so on and so forth. So Rabbana gave them a new category. Okay? And when is that? Basar Hashrasha. Because there's no particular season that you could call the harvesting season for these, for these things. Amalei Abai, Abai says to Rabbah, one second. Why don't we tell the, the owner to Yitzbar, what's a tzibor? 
What's a tzibur? Shliach tzibur, right? What's a tzibur? We're a tzibur, we're a community. And you have a lot of people put together. You have a tzibur. He says, V'yitzbar, let the owner who's growing it put it all together. Prochem, prochem. Let him take all these um, things that he has and thresh them together. V'nimtza tarem min ha-chadashabai al ha-chadashabai. Min ha-yashon shabai al ha-yashon shabai. Let him take all these, the new and old meister, let him just mix it all together. And it'll make it a lot easier for him. Okay, now, how is this a, uh, how is this an Eitzah from Abayi? So we're, we're, we're about to explain, we'll, we'll, we'll explain, but let's explain what Abayi wants first. Abayi wants to say that according to Rabba, that sesame seeds, poppy seeds, rice, millet are different because they grow a little bit at a time and they're all picked and harvested at different times, you could still get around this problem. You don't have to focus on the root. Abai says, get around the problem. How so? As you harvest, little by little over the course of time, just bring it to your threshing place. And then um, you'll, and then once it's all together over there, do the chadash with the chadash, the yashiv min ha-yashan, he'll explain, milay tanya, didn't we learn in a b'risa, Rabbi Yaisi ben Kippur, ben Kippur, Amar Mishim Mishim Shizuri, Rabbi Yaisi ben says the name Mishim Shizuri, kapayla mitzvi shizar lezara, the Egyptian beans that are planted because you want their seeds, okay? You want the seeds. You don't need the rest of the growth. Lost the place, I'm sorry. Miktsosai hishrish, l'fendi rashana, miktsosai hishrish, l'achar rashana. If some of it, God it's Shirashim, God it's Rus before Roshana, some after Roshana. Ain't Tarmanu Masmi Zelzet. You can't do Truma Meister from one to the other. The different years. Lafisha ain't Tarmanu Masrim. Lamina Chodesh Al Yashim. Lamina Yashim Al Chodesh. Right? You're not allowed to take Truma and Meisters from older years to newer years. Kate Zadu So, what do we recommend? Yeah, what do we recommend? In other words, you, some of it's harvested before Roshana, some of it's harvested after Roshana. It's going to be hard to keep everything separate. You have one threshing floor. How are you going to make sure? That whatever is done before Rosh Hashanah stays with its, within its family, and everything that comes after Rosh Hashanah is within its family. He says, I'll tell you. Kate um, Sadawai says, What do you do? Tsaibar, guarding the Saichai, take everything into the Saichai, into the center of his threshing floor. And I'll tell you what you do. You take Trumas and Maestras from your whole pile. How so? Very simple. Because if I have my old and new all mixed together, and now I separate Truma and Meiser, guess what? Guess what's going to happen? Ready? Listen. I can assume that the 10% that I separated included in that mixture was old and new. Right? Think about it. If I have 50 pounds of old seed, and 50 pounds of new seed, and I mix it all together, I now have 100 pounds of mixture. I'm now going to take miser from that total amount, 10 pounds, which is enough to be miser for both seasons, right? Because each one only had 50, so it's 5 pounds each, so you're taking your 10. And then just assume, it makes it easier, just mix it all together, take from the total, and you could say, this miser and this shuma is from both. Very simple, right? I don't, I don't, I don't need a machma sugar. Omar Lay. So Abai is saying to Rabbah, why don't you just do that? Omar Lay, Rabbah says back to Abai, Rav Shimon Shazuri, Ka'amrit. You're talking about Rav Shimon Shazuri. Rav Shimon Shazuri is Sabar Yeish Bila. 
the Shemeshiri holds that um, there is Bila, which means you could mix it all together and then take Meister. However, Rabbanon Savri in Bila. Rabban holds you can't do such a thing. Why? Says, uh, says Rabbi Tabaye, you know what? You have a very nice idea. Take your 50 pounds of old seed and your 50 pounds of new seed. Mix it all together. Take 10 pounds total. He says, let me tell you something. The Rabbanon don't allow that. You know why? Because what if you didn't mix it well? It's going to come out. You may have taken 10 pounds from last year's crop and two, and you didn't take proper miser, and now you're, mex- and, and now you're, you're messed up. So Rabbanon don't allow that, and therefore, I didn't bring that along as, uh, I didn't bring that along as an Eitzah. Okay. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav Yitzhak Bar Nachmini, Omar Shmuel, Yitzhak Bar Nachmini says the name of Shmuel, Halacha Rav Yitzhak Ben Kippar, Shem Yishim Shem Shizuri. Halacha is like Rav Yitzhak Ben Kippar, who, Hapaskin is like Rav Shem Shizuri, who allowed the mixture. Who says you can, you may do that. Maskevla Rav Zeir, Rav Zeir said, one second, Rav Yitzhak Shmuel Hachi, did Shmuel really say that? Vamar Shmuel. But Shmuel says, You can't assume you have a perfect mixture unless you have a liquid. When you have a total liquid, you mix it all together, and then you separate your miser, you could say, all right, everything's perfectly blended together, and now it is. But when you have things that are seeds, are hard, are not, are a solid, you can't assume it's blended together. So why are we poskening like him? So Zerah forgot the halacha of Shmuel that everything follows ultimately the Gemar Pri. You follow the completion of the growth of the fruit. Okay? And the next part of Gemara is going to take us all the way down to a third of the Amud. So we're going to hold it here for today with this, with, uh, with this step. Bezrem Motzi Shabbos will restart Amar Yitzchik Bar Nachmeni Amar Shmuel to get a clarkite into this new sugya. And Be'ezah Hashem, we will pick up from here on Matzei Shabbos.